This is a headgum podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Yeah. Yeah. Big like Jake's mom. Big like... Yeah, yeah, I Big like Jake's mom's yeah. cookies These two golden ice snooky Jokes at the ass and it's Gucci yeah. Don't know the rules, you a rookie yeah. Ask advice, man, you never need to ask them twice They'll get it right like rice yeah. They'll get it in like Mike yeah. They don't wanna fight These Aye. two Jews are nice yeah, Don't need a first yeah. class flight Jake Aye. got the golden mic Amir yeah. got the golden life They got the golden sight I was born in text Problems with my sex Get it off my chest, see what you suggest Hey, you are always right And usually a guess Yeah. All I really wanna hear is the game I don't really need a mirror, I need a Game Boy All a cut needs is a Game Boy I got problems with my ex Busted on her flute Coming on her instruments That's what I do I got weird ass problems These two Jews are gonna solve it I'm a coy boy, I better knock it Season that cheese like I'm Wallace Gromit If I were you, what would I do? If I were her, what would I do? If I were her, if I were what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's right. Savage. That was made by former intern, Headgum intern Jake. Really? Yeah, who's Zyman. part of a, a rap crew. Ryman Zyman, they say. <laughs> yeah, or Riemann Zeman, depending on how you pronounce it. It's definitely Zyman, because it uh, rhymes with... Z- Ryman. With, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't mind shouting us out, they have a new album coming out June 19th, which has just happened. And if you uh, you can find it on Spotify or Apple Music under J. Crew, but Crew is spelled C-R-U. C-R-U. Yeah. J. Crew. They're also on Instagram as J. Crew Raps. Nice. Uh, I feel like we could go on tour with him, right? Well, that like, was a Cardi B uh, parody of Cardi B's Money. Yeah. So, but, but he does have original But was he using like, us in the background as like the woos and stuff? It sounded like, I couldn't tell if it was our voices. So you want to be like the guy on stage next to the rapper that goes, what, what, yeah. woo, woo, woo. I'll be the woo. Yeah. I could also do the fart noises at the end of that one. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being that guy for Eminem. The guys just keep on farting instead. How do the how does the crew work? Like Drake's on stage partying, and then like a couple of his mans are there. Right. So like, are they on the payroll? Do they get paid every two weeks, or is it like, hey Drake, can I get twenty five grand? And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Talk to that other guy that handles my money. I feel like they're basically. Yeah, I would imagine they're on payroll. So he has like but an LLC think... or a C corp. Yeah, I mean he, he has like money managers or something. It's like. 
this guy's in the family now. Yeah. So like, take care of him. So and put like, him on. Does he get benefits? I don't think he gets dental. Yeah, but he gets probably vision and he, health. He. I don't feel. I feel like he gets like in network. PPO type shit. That's cool. So no. Drake's like, yo, yo, don't forget to like choose your plan. Don't yeah. forget to choose your plan today. He's like, you can't see a specialist. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that That's that PPO shit. That's cool. Right? You want to chip with the dip. So don't bring <laughs> no plain chips. What is that about? That's about winning a championship somehow. That he wants the chips with the dip. <laughs> so winning a championship is called the chip. But when he says he wants the chips with the dip... That doesn't mean anything. Right. Got so he's it. like, I want a championship with the dip. Don't bring me a plain championship. I Don't see. forget the dip. So he's the dip. I feel like he's the dip. Yeah. So like, it's like, like we're going to party good. the chip, but like it's special because yeah. I brought it to Canada is I, how Drake views it. Yeah. And come to think of it, they don't need health care because it's universal health care in Canada. Oh, that's true. So they're on the payroll and then the government pays for it through like taxes that's no, great but does the, what does the man have to do well, if you're Drake's part of a Drake's, posse? Drake, where do you think he's he keeps his cash because he he also has a residence in california yeah i would think he supports the arena so it's scotia bank arena so he keeps a, the majority of his cash in scotia bank and then he has some oh, of I it see. like peppered around mutual funds and he has like a portfolio where he's making money on his does money. he ever use a debit i guess he has a debit card he has to have a debit <laughs> card yeah does drake have a wallet yeah, he has a wallet. Or does he just have, like, a credit card? Or does he have a guy? Yeah, he's got to have a guy. Yo, you're my wallet now. <laughs> <laughs> you get dental. So you're my wallet. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's, that's a good Drake impression. <laughs> you think so? You think you're my wallet? <laughs> yeah, I hate it, but it's pretty good. Yo, so so my man over here is my wallet. <laughs> yeah, all you can say is wallet. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say is wallet. Yeah, I feel like any th other word would trip you up if it didn't end on wallet. <laughs> so do you know my man over here he plays my wallet yo put the cash in your mouth wallet yeah that's good yeah that's good so yeah i would be drake's wallet would you be drake's wallet for basically exactly whatever you're earning annually now so he has but a you don't really have to hustle anymore no like nudging agents no like meeting with podcasts no working on scripts no taking sponsored ad deals no hosting shows so all i do is walk around drake you're always with drake so you're eating lavish just... meals you're going on cool vacations you have a lot of like really interesting experiences <laughs> but you have no creative outlet you are drake's wallet it's a better job than some other guys one other guy's drake's toilet the other guy Yo, is, you're my toilet. And you're my loofah. You and know? you're my loofah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're my wallet. <laughs> right. So you're like, that's pretty good. But I'm also a comedian and a writer. No, and no. And I started a podcast company. Forget that, fam. You're my wallet now. <laughs> so Why don't you, you eat this loony, eat this toonie? Would you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hurts. That sucks for me to I hear. I get to fly on the OVO jet, right? You would get to fly on the OVO jet. But we would, our partnership would dissolve. Headgun would be me and Marty. And my life would be me and party. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't. Yeah. You would be partying. But you're not like. He would shove fucking dollar coins up my ass and I would <laughs> keep it there. I really know. I just meant you would hold his cash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I'm not like a human piggy bank for all No, he's not putting coins in your ass. Yeah. So he'd be like, which slot do you pick? I want you to pick the slot and I'll put it in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you saved it with wallet. I want my chips with a dip. <laughs> uh, I would be Jake's Drake's fucking 
condom <laughs> for a dollar a year. Wow. So he keeps me in his wallet. I'm literally inside of the other guy that he's chosen. Oh, I see. And then when he's ready to have sex, Which is I'm probably the condom. A lot. Yeah. It's probably a whole lot. <laughs> I have to be the guy, the go-between. So he, you know, wears me, mm. and I am his. Well, that's kind of cool, because you would be having sex more. Yeah, and I bet I can have, like, lobster whenever I want. Right. But it must be easy to take advantage of Drake, because the guy who's his wallet can always steal. Like, did I give you a million or two million yesterday? And I feel like there's like, been too many cautionary tales of that stuff happening, though. Like, now so he, Drake's in charge of his money? I don't, I, I don't think... I think he has too much money that he, like, watches it. But I feel like he's got, like, a team. <laughs> like, he has a firm of, like... 12 people looking after his money. Oh, so that way that one he, person can't steal it. Right. The and those people aren't like... Together. Yeah, like, and they're not... He's not paying them. He's just like paying a, them a commission on what they earn <laughs> and what they manage and what they bring back on the return yeah. is what I would imagine he's God, doing. it must be hard to be like... really. And he's not even like as rich as Jay-Z who's a billionaire. Like, who's handling that cash? Yeah. I mean, many, many <laughs> people. Yeah, that's cool. Actually, Drake started out as Jay-Z's toilet. Really? Yeah, that's how he like broke into the business. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Eminem was Dr. Dre's plunger. No shit. Yeah, for I think a year, and Dr. Dre, Dre would just like pick him up and sort of shove his stuff in, yeah, shove his head like into the snake. bottom of the toilet. He would give him a swirly. <laughs> yeah. To unclog the lock. Toilet. Yeah. Wow. But then in between, he'd be like, <gasps> "My name is." <gasps> that's My how name is. That's <gasps> how the cadence of that beep started. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause in cause between. Dre would plunge the toilet so rhythmically yeah. that it was hard not to just kind of like <laughs> spit <laughs> bars to it. I think this is what the Defiant Ones was about. <laughs> did you ever see that documentary? I did. It was great. Yeah. Great doc. Do you like diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first pass of that yeah. is like, it's all about uh, toilets Dre's, like Dre's gut health. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, what is this? This is If I Were You, uh, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by me, I'm and Amir. me, I'm Jake. We're back from Chicago. Shy town baby. If you want to see how much fun we had, listen to the last episode. It's me, it's Jake, it's Ben, it's Thomas. They came out as us. What Did a world. five good minutes at the top. Great. It's uh, a great show. Great show, great weekend. Thanks to everyone for coming out, not only to our show, but to Headgum Live in general. Yeah, thanks to the kids who stayed and partied. Came all weekend. It was so it was so dope. I want to do it again. How was your weekend food-wise? Did you eat healthy? Did you eat poorly? Did it hurt your stomach? I slid into shittiness, but I felt like it was the correct pacing. The first day, I ate healthy. Oh, and that's I, good. And the second day, I ate, ate wealthy. I work... So I... I went on a I went on a run first day, right? So before anything happens. Yeah. Just I'm like, I think this weekend's weekend gonna off, be right. garbage. So I had a healthy breakfast before I left. I got there. I'm like, I don't have to be at the venue for another two hours. I went on <laughs> a nice long run mm -hmm. up the lake, uh, down the river, came back, had a salmon <laughs> salad. This is <laughs> this is like it's funny to hear you describe this knowing that you'd be puking in fourteen hours. So yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you're running around, you're having a salmon salad. Things are good. Yeah. I obviously I have I I do the Nad Pod show. Yeah. I get I get a little buzzed after the show. We get some <laughs> drinks with people who came out. I get a little drunk. <laughs> a I wake Grigio. up. I'm not feeling a hundred percent. I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta take it easy today. But <laughs> yeah. my brother calls me he's in the gym at 8 a.m i was like i, I was and he like, was drunker I, than you no, it was 10 a.m yeah he was drunker than me and i was like i don't know if i want to do anything today i just want to like 
veg out till my show. But he calls. He's in the gym. I'm like, damn. Is it, that a Micah thing or like a 25-year-old thing where it's like, yeah, I can get really, really drunk and then also work out at 10 in the morning? I think it's it must be a 25-year-old. Like Micah did not. He was in bad shape. He didn't want to work out. He was like, I came to the gym to check it out, but it's pretty great. I think I might work out. I don't know if I can. I get there. He's like, okay, I don't feel like working out either. Let's just do like vanity muscles. Easy, easy workout. Yeah. Uh, but we like went on a run on the treadmill. Just like all of a sudden we start. Really hard to do when you're hungover. Yeah. But then we start sweating a little bit and we feel awful. And we're like, but we do a hard workout. And then it's like, should we do abs? I'm like, no, let's skip it. We're going to skip it. And he's like, yeah, we should skip it. He tricked it. And you and like, he said just vanity muscles. And then he did core and then a core sprint. And a full, it was a full body. And then at the end, he's like, we're like, it's like, I like have a pretty good sweat. I feel like if we get like really dr get drenched, we'll feel a lot better. So <laughs> he's, like, he's slowly baiting you into a CrossFit class. We ended with like, you know, like the ropes. We were like swinging the ropes, just like get, high like, intensity. Yeah. The kind of, we, I was like lying on the floor in a puddle of sweat. Like, and the I, the kind that makes you if, nauseous, even if you right, weren't hungover. Even if I wasn't hungover. And you're already dehydrated. I was already, and I went to, <laughs> I went to my room and I was like burping the whole entire way. I got, I got to my room. I puked in the bathroom. But after that, I, then I took a shower and I felt amazing. So it's like you you did the puking when you were too drunk, but a day later. Yeah, exactly. And, so it, and it was after a workout. The and then I had a nice healthy lunch. <laughs> Repeat the process. And, but then that... Salmon salad. That night was where it all went to shit. Because then I got deep dish. Then I got drunk. <laughs> Next day, we got we got a nice big brunch with the whole team and the, plus the Doughboys. There was no working out that day. No. And then that next day, I also had deep dish. And then at like 7 p.m., I was like, I'm going to get trashed tonight. I didn't like realize I didn't have a show. I'd had On one a Sunday. Beer. On a Sunday. I was like, I had one beer. And I was like, I'm going to take it easy. But then I had one beer. And I was like, I don't have, I have no show. I'm going to celebrate the weekend. I'm going to get sauced. <laughs> Did you get sauced on Sunday? Stayed out till 2 a.m. Wow, on a sauce. Sunday. On a Sunday. Was, was Chicago it? popping off on a Sunday? No, but we had like a really fun like team drink with some folks from Megan Batoon's show. And, yeah, they and, were like, drunk. The squad. Yeah. The the, the young guns from HeadGum. Marty yeah. didn't stay out. No, I was falling asleep like at midnight. I was, I was exhausted from the weekend. Right. Did you go home right after the final show? Uh, shortly thereafter, yeah. You did not get another drink with anybody? No, God, no. What did you Because I had an 8 a.m. flight. Oh, so right. like I got to wake up at 6.30. But Jeffrey had an eight. He was on your flight and he did a fucking power hour at like 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. I don't understand that. But I guess maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's a cool guy thing. But I'm like, I don't want to feel bad at six in the morning. Right. And he was, it's not like it was a party festival. It was just like a intimate green room power 20. Yeah. But it was like kind of fun because it's, it's camaraderie. It's bonding. Yeah. Did you get sauced on Saturday? Saturday more so than Sunday. Yeah. But I wasn't like completely out of control. What was like the nights. what was the hardest you went Friday or Saturday? Saturday during our show, during right because you drank during the show. Yeah, drank after the show. Yeah, went to the bar. That's right. What did you do late night Saturday? I probably uh, stayed at that other the first bar till like one or two and then went home. No food. No food because I had eaten Al's beef the previous day and I was still right. feeling kind of sick to myself. You had that drunk food when you were dead sober. 1 <laughs> yeah. p.m. 4 p.m. Yeah. 4 p.m. You land in, L in Chicago. <laughs> you go straight to Al's Beef. That's right. With with, with the Doughboys. Yeah, you can hear about that on their podcast, which is also out. There are, I think, I don't know how many of the HeadGum Live podcasts are out, but I think Gabrus's is out. Yeah, the Doughboys Power is Hour out. is out. Doughboys is out. I, is Nicole's show out? Yeah, maybe that comes out. I think, it, I think I did see it out. The NADPod show is out. Listen yeah. to them all. We had, a, we had such a good time. That'll... 
That'll convince you to come to wherever we host the next HeadGum Live Fest. Ooh, short list includes. Should we should we name the cities we're considering? I'll like do, an, yeah. like an Olympic committee. That's fun. And maybe and, and you can you, lobby. Right, lobby. And if you don't hear your city, you should lobby too. That's right. Um, so the short list was Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there was it was Toronto, Atlanta. Yeah. I'll throw in the Bay Area to that. San the Francisco. San Francisco, Oakland area. Um, there was, oh, somebody mentioned Miami. Boston. Boston. Miami and Boston. Miami and Boston. Uh, Big and then, cities. Yeah. And then I threw out London. I think Whoa. we should do it in London. Whoa. That's, it's a big undertaking. Yeah. We brought, I don't know how many people we like ended up bringing to Chicago, if you include podcasters. podcasters. Yeah, I mean, we didn't buy their flights specifically, but. Yeah, that's that's going to be a pricey one. Maybe we'll save that for the year after next, the right. London one. Chicago, Toronto, London seems like a natural evolution. We're getting further and further away. Mm. I like that. I mean, Toronto in the in the summer. It would have been amazing if it was in Toronto. During the parade. Yeah. Either that or nobody would come to our show. Right, no one would come to our show. <laughs> Just during the parade, there's a giant float. So anyway, <laughs> this person writes, can we close the door? They're crowd surfing. Kawhi is hosting a pod. <laughs> Could you imagine a Kawhi Leonard podcast? Is there who's an NBA player that you would want to uh, either host a headgum show or get on your podcast the most? CJ McCollum has for the Blazers has a podcast that's pretty darn good. It's a basketball podcast. So you think there's a chance that, that you guys could do some crossover? Yeah, a little CJ McCollum buckets collab. I think would be a great idea. He's That'd very well spoken cool. and funny. Uh, Kevin Love is also very funny. I'd like to talk to him. Mm. I like that. We could talk about his body transformation, too. What's his body transformation? He, he used to be scrawny? a chubby, fatty, doughy guy with a chin-strap beard. And now he's, like, shredded to the point of, like, almost being too skinny. Wow. Yeah. Dude's fucking... He's he's hot. He's, he's hot. hot and he's ripped. Yeah. Yeah. So we would talk about that. Cool. Uh, all right, let's get to some questions and answers. After all, this is an advice show. We need a fake female name to refer to this lady as. Okay, let's do Say. it. Let's go with cities that there's no chance we'll do HeadGum Live in ever. <laughs> okay. Um, Philadelphia. <laughs> That's a pretty big one you want to cross off right, right off the top. Uh, no, 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 you're right. We should do like fucking cities that really don't have a fucking shot. Okay. St. Louis. That's pretty big. That's a pretty big one. It's a pretty one big too. one. Yeah. But I feel like, would we ever do it? What about a, a city that sounds like a, a lady's name? Okay. Like Port St. Lucie. Lucy St. Port. Yeah. Okay, sure. Lucy St. Port, right? Cheyenne. That's good. Cheyenne is good too. Uh, I'm a day one but I'll get sprite to the question. I've been dating this guy for five years and we moved in together a year ago and our sex life has been has completely died like an armadillo on the side of a highway. In April, he proposed and I said yes because it was the next step for our relationship. Always good. <laughs> but now I can't bring myself to do any wedding planning stuff and dread the thought of getting married. A few weeks ago, I messaged this guy who runs a porn blog I was a fan of and things have kind of escalated from there. What I thought would be some harmless flirting and telling him I was a fan has turned into nonstop sexting on kick and sending dirty <laughs> pictures, videos, and audio recordings back and forth. Kind of escalated. We've even FaceTimed to help get each other off. Kind of. But he lives on the other side of the state and is married, so there's nothing that can actually happen between us, right? They live, feel... in, they live in Rhode Island. <laughs> Should I feel guilty about this? Like, is there any more wrong? Is this any more wrong than watching porn or, or cam girls? 
My fiance has no desire to touch me anymore, and if I don't actually, uh, and I don't actually touch another guy, does it count as cheating? Also, should I call off the wedding? I'd love to know y'all's thoughts. Thanks a bunch, Lucy. Uh, this needs to be addressed. That's that's where we'll start. <laughs> call off the wedding. I don't think it has. I mean, not necessarily, but like. You guys should not get married under these circumstances. You shouldn't dread it. Right. You're not, it's not going to, you're not going to get married and things will get better. If anything, it gets more complicated and expensive and hard to get a divorce. (laughs) I'm not saying don't get married, but definitely don't get married without addressing the issue. I wonder if some of the weddings that we've been to in our lives, somebody was dreading it and we just didn't know. Mm Because everyone looks happy, but like, imagine like, being lifted up on a chair, but like, oh shit, what am I doing? This is fucking a huge mistake. Yeah. I don't, I would imagine that even people we knew that were dreading it had a good time <laughs> at their wedding. Cause, Cause it's, it's a party. Your friends are there, you get drunk, you definitely get swept up in the emotion. I was not dreading my wedding, but even, even like the like tiny bits of anxiety it had about certain parts of my, like I was nervous to do my first dance. Yeah. I was like, shit, that's going to be like, I don't know. I want everybody to look at me. I don't know how to dance. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, when you're in the moment, it's beautiful and fun and nice. So you're so. saying, despite that, despite being dreadful, you might be able to hide it. Yeah. But you shouldn't. Right. I get, like, I don't think, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I actually told Jill before that I was nervous about the first dance. So <laughs> really be communicative. I, I just think that, like, this is such a big problem. If your sex life is this, is, is this bad, is this dire, that it's got you, like, uh, having a pseudo, a cyber affair that you need to figure it out <laughs> before you commit to somebody for the rest of your life. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and in terms of fucking someone on kick? I don't know. I, I talked about this before, but I always think it's so weird that people need to quantify it as cheating for them to believe it's wrong. Like, oh, I don't think so this regardless is like, of what you call it. It's not traditional cheating, sure. You obviously shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> And it could easily uh, result in the end of your engagement and yeah. relationship. Best case scenario, congrats, it's not cheating. However, you're dreading a marriage to someone you don't like anymore, right. and you're fucking someone else on the side. So you did not meet the standard of cheating, but other shit's really bad. Yeah. Also, what do you think a guy who runs a porn blog I was a fan of? Like, this girl's watching porn, and she's like, oh, I love the way you curate it. And then the guy's like, yeah, I'm down to cyber with you one day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I th- I feel like going from I'm a fan of the porn that you curate to now we're, like, sexting is five messages. <laughs> yeah. What is a porn like, blog? Do you, Are you familiar with porn blogs versus porn sites? Is it all the same thing? I don't, I don't, think, I don't follow any porn blogs. I know that's what, like, Tumblr... Used to be. Used to be at some point. Yeah, it was like just really hot porn gifts and stuff. Instead of a directory, it's like, check out the stuff I've found. Right. Just like any blog. Yeah. Just like, I don't want to search the wet, like the internet for hot porn, but like this person does a good job. It's like following somebody's playlist on Spotify (laughs) for new music. Some sort of porn DJ. Yeah. And the person has their contact probably for specific shit like this. (laughs) But I think this is a common problem, staying in a relationship for very long, sex drive dying, you find the thrill somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that's like, that could, it could also be like, this is the, this is where it nets out. Like, what if you go to your husband, and you're like, you don't uh, have a sex drive that satisfies me enough. I want to like, 
have cyber sex with other guys, won't fuck anybody in person. And he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not that easy. But I just think that, like, this this thing that you're doing is not a solution to the problem. And it's not like my fiance didn't touch me, so I had to do this. I don't think that's fair. Your fiance wasn't touching you and you wouldn't talk to him about it. And now you're doing this. It's not like, I don't think it's anybody's fault, but I do not think that it's, I don't think it's your fiance's fault. So you're not going all the way to call off the wedding quite yet. No, I just think everybody needs to freaking talk to each other. Yeah. And like, you don't have to, I, I'm not even telling you to come clean because I lie all the time. But I think you could at least say that you're unsatisfied with your sex life and see what your fiance does with that. And if he changes, great. And if he doesn't, then you shouldn't get married to him. All right. Can't beat that. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll answer some more questions after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the fight. Mama coming. Um, not in a traditional sense, but I did meet somebody at our show who gave me a Jake and Amir scroll. Mm. And I would advise you to read it. You mean because, this scroll that's right next to me? Yes, I quite enjoyed it. I believe she was uh, right on the front of our meet and greet line. Whoa. Had a scroll for us. Super we took fan. A photo, and I read it, and that, it was super funny. And the handwriting is very nice, too. Quite. Top 10 Things to Say When I Meet Amir and Jake by Laura Ingrown Toenail Umberto She. <laughs> Rodrigo. Oh. <laughs> Number one, have some fun. Roll a blunt. And when we're done, let's get high and punch my mom. Oh, she didn't write any lines for me in this, right? No. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So I'll try to improvise. Okay. Number two, Jake and Amir who... These clowns make me frown when they come to town. Can we have someone new? So sorry, you don't want to meet us? <laughs> Number three, I am Glee. You Nimrods are my idols. Thank ye. You just said you didn't like us. You wanted someone new. Number four, these guys are a bore. Right. Remind me, what did I come to this show for? It would really please me if they came round no more. It's a waste of time when instead I could have just clocked my mom in the head and dropped dead. You said one moment ago that you were glee upon meeting us. And why do you hate your mother? Number five, I feel alive. My mom, she's cold as clams and my heart's going bam, bam. I've killed someone in my family. And yes, I don't like yams. <laughs> Uh, that is not what you want to lead with, the yams. Number six, my gut feels like bricks. My mother has croaked and I'm starting to choke. Think quick, I'll pin it on these sorry blokes. Not my fault, officer, you see I was high. Guess you'll have to pick these hicks to die. <laughs> you, you killed your mother. I won't take the fall for that. Number seven, a 2011. I'll drive off, sorry, a, number seven, a 2011 Chevy. I drove off in a proudly American car having scapegoated two for more than an innocent, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> two more than innocent PP list celebrities. Justice, baby. That's not justice. Number eight, my chest carries weight. <laughs> 
feel so, guilty, right? <laughs> things need to be made right. I stand before two Jews on death row, flustered, embarrassed, and most of all, high. Excuse me, executioner. Something needs to be set straight. These curmudgeons never gave me an autograph before slaying my mother, and I <laughs> desire so much more. What? Number nine, LOL. We all guffaw like a bunch of hypertensive rabbits. The whole ordeal is borderline comical. Mr. Hurwitz and Bloom, I enjoy a nice wine. I literally become Amir's godmother and Mr. Hurwitz's godson. Things are looking fine. All things death penalty accepted. So we are getting the death penalty. Number 10. Good show, dudes. <laughs> I think she went with number 10 in the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, ours is usually a countdown. This one started insane and then ended up with a nice number 10. Indeed. Good show, dudes. All right. Thank you to Laura for that. Laura. That's right. I'll autograph that and sell it on fucking, I don't know, Etsy? Good on ya. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Shall we? Can we? Answer a few more questions. Will we? Won't we? Uh, here's another one from a lady who's kind of having the opposite problem of the last one. Let's do it. Call her, uh, another female city's name, Florence. Um, yeah. Florence writes, I'm a 26-year-old female in a committed, is, committed monogamous relationship of almost five years with a 30-year-old male. Before I get into dirt, I want to clarify that we are very much in a healthy relationship and love our sex life. Okay. Very different from the last lady. Always the butt, though. However, I have recently had a few dreams of MMF threesomes, and I cannot but help but desire that kind of allure. The thought of having that kind of attention being twice as intense and also DP is super hot to me. So I told my partner about the dreams, and apparently it turned him on to hear me so turned on that we proceeded to have amazing sex, and I thought that was the end of it until later. And that same evening while we were in the car headed out for dinner, he asked me straight up, if you were to actually get into a threesome, who would you choose to be our third? I immediately froze because honestly, I have not even tried to think about it. Yet, as it seemed like such an elusive reality, uh, I turned the question back on him, and with no hesitation, he named two of his best guy friends, neither of which I would be interested in, as I know them well enough, and they know that we are in a committed relationship as well. Two of my best guy friends. I bow out. <laughs> and I'm just videotaping the bish for an amateur porn blog. I'm a tripod for you. I, uh, assuming he wasn't serious, I chuckled and got out of the car since we conveniently arrived at our destination, and that was kind of the end of that conversation. Because the conversation ended so briefly, I am now possibly overthinking it, but at this point, I have no idea what to think. Was he serious? Do I bring it up to him again with a possibility of actually working something out? Do straight guys even want to partake in a real-life MMF threesome? Or is this a slippery slope that inevitably, inevitably leads to heartbreak? Should we just take a trip to an adult store and satisfy this itch in a different way? Help! Thanks in advance. Overly horny female in San Francisco. Oh. Home San of the Fran potential. Head right. come live fast. Whew. What do you think, man? Uh, it's weird that he instantly named two guy friends of his. I wouldn't know. I would think that's uh, a rarity. If, if uh, some guy wanted to have a threesome, he's like, yeah, or we can do it with my two close guy friends. Right. Yeah, but that makes me seem make that makes me think it's almost like 
I feel like I could name who I would have a threesome with if somebody asked because I also know that I wouldn't do it, you know? Yeah. Oh, so you would just name friends, but it's not an actual right. genuine If I was offer. like, hey, who's, the, who's like the guy friend of yours that you're most likely to have a threesome with? And you would like, no, but it's not like... Anybody you would actually do right. it with. By the way, who is the most likely? For me? Yeah. Ooh, I guess... I would use uh, my ugliest friend so that I don't feel threatened at all. Gotcha. So she's say that guy in the count of three? Yeah. One, two, two three. three. Marty. You. Marty. I guess we look pretty much alike. So <laughs> I'm offended either way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you ever entertain the idea of an MMF threesome with your lover? Um, I mean, if it was something that was important to her, but I would, I guess I'd feel at this point, maybe a little hoodwinked. <laughs> um, I would, I would entertain an MMF threesome generally, but, would but you... I, I know I've never really been into threesomes, either MMF or FFM with people that I was in a committed relationship with. Cause it does get confusing, complicated, funky I think that, and weird. Yeah. I guess I like threesomes that are more like spontaneous and fun where everybody's friends, but I would do like. Guy, guy, girl, or everybody's a stranger. Where you don't have to deal with the repercussions. The yeah, next two I months. think so. But I think that she's sort of mentioned it here. Like, go to a sex store and see if we can satisfy the urge. That's like a decent way to dip your toe in the water. You know, like if you guys do that, if you got a dildo or something, yeah, and got to do it like a faux DP thing, and you both really liked it, and you wanted to take the next step then you can have the conversation again. So instead of my best friend, let's have sex with this dildo. And the dildo will be your best friend. That's cool. For a day. Yeah. For so a you, night. So you guys all go to Disneyland together. You're on Splash Mountain. You should it's get you. Dinner. You should get liquored up a little bit. Yeah, so you have a boozy, brunchy situation with oh, you, like your wife, mimosas. and a dildo. Right, exactly. And then for the dildo, I think the dildo just wants a bloody. And then you put the dildo inside yeah. of a Bloody Mary. Oh, that's fun. And then it's time to split the bill. Yeah. And it's like, well, I only got a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. And you guys had eggs benedict and... <laughs> You had the pancake, and then you look at the dildo, like, you had, like, five bites of the pancakes. That's, like, how many I had, too. Yeah. Are you really not going to pay for the food? Here, I'll Venmo request you, dildo. What's your What's your username on the app? It, it's strap-on underscore dildo. I don't have a photo, so it's just the shadowed figure. We have no friends in common because I just bought you dildo. Why don't you just put the whole thing on your card, Dildo? <laughs> and I'll get the next one. Dildo's card was declined. Wasn't there a... Dildo dined and dashed. A College Humor video that you were in where it was like... Vibrator... Vibrator threatens. boyfriend. Yeah, weren't you the a human in it? I was the guy, yeah. And then the like, vibrator like... Yeah. Talks uh, to you. Right, exactly. <laughs> or like, there was a, it was a girl who like... Whose vibrator started getting like possessive. And then, like, <laughs> I played a one-night stand who was chased out of the apartment by a vibrator. <laughs> My acting career really took off since then. <laughs> that was the day you stubbed your toe nine times, right? Mm -hmm. You were just constantly walking into furniture. I was awful at entering the rooms. <laughs> and exiting in a huff. Mm -hmm. You ended up losing your job to a vibrator. I think that was, what, that was actually my first, like, um, on-camera kiss. How was that? Scary. Awkward. Hot. Never got better either. Really? <laughs> I've had, I think I've done th like maybe three or four on camera kisses and I do not, I'm bad at them. Because it's um, performing? 
Yeah, it's really, it's a very strange emotion for me to act. Because everyone else is looking, judging, staring, wondering. So Yeah, because I'm like nervous. I'm like, oh, like, so we'll just do a peck. I really don't want to overstep. But then that's like also just like weird acting. I don't know. You've you've had to do it. How many times have you done an on-camera kiss? I've done an on-camera kiss a few times. The unsimulated oral for the uh, the indie movie that I directed, <laughs> and then I am littered throughout the course of this guy's porn blog's history as some sort of cum bucket for <laughs> yeah. a series of. I was a fluffer for a year. <laughs> So I would get guys hard and fast. It's crazy. They don't even use fluffers anymore. I know. I guess for whatever reason, my internship at Huge's ended up with me <laughs> putting a fucking feather duster out down my spine like some sort of flug, fluffer stegosaurus. And, and then I would... you graduated from your fluffer, <laughs> your fluffer stegosaurus to Drake's wallet. <laughs> And for a, a minute and a half, I you was... You were Lil, Wa- Lil Wayne's <laughs> cum rag also. I was Meek Mill's anal bead in, in prison. <laughs> Do you realize how bad that looks on a fucking resume? <laughs> My LinkedIn says founder headgum and underneath it, it says Meek Mill's anal, anal bead. bead. Yeah. So, and when people call Meek Mill to get a reference, <laughs> yeah, it's not glowing. No, because he was sad in prison. Right. He was unhappy to be jailed that year. It wasn't a good look for you to be the anal bead. <laughs> yeah. They had to smuggle me in in a cake next to a fucking hacksaw. <laughs> <laughs> they baked me into a Twinkie. And he opted to use the, the bead instead of a hacksaw? <laughs> to get out of prison, yeah. Right. So Smart. he would rub me against the bars of his jail cell. <laughs> Where were we? That's right. I wouldn't want to fuck my lover with a best friend. So I think there is a little something weird there. Well, especially if you don't want to fuck either of his friends that he mentioned. So, like, it's not necessary to, like, bring that up again. Because then he might think that you want to fuck those friends. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But maybe put some thought into who it would be for you so you have an answer next time. Because it sounds like he's into this idea. Yeah. And can I recommend a stranger? I think there's an app about finding a third, probably. Strangers are probably better. Stranger, less danger. Best friend, things don't end also i feel like your intentions here are like not like you're bored with your boyfriend and you want to spice things up and add another guy in which case i think that's a slipperier slope like your fantasy is specifically threesome so but it is convenient that both her and him like that uh mmf yeah i mean that's great that's That's a that could lead to lots of hot sex for you guys congrats mazel tov uh you're in to be the stranger or not so much because they know you? Uh, yeah, I feel like I wouldn't be a stranger. <laughs> yeah. I I am down to be their key ring. What's I'll that? spend a year doing <laughs> their key ring. So, so, what does that entail? That means you're sort of a, a ring that they I'll, attach. I hold all the keys. keys. Yeah. Yeah. So you have your apartment key, your mailbox <laughs> key, maybe key to your parents' house, car key, <laughs> bike lock key. It's a, lot, it's a lot of keys to keep track of. Office key. So, yeah, I'll be the key ring. <laughs> I'll swallow a fob. So to turn on your car, you just you sort of punch me in the me. stomach. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for listening. If you have your own questions, your own theme song, send them to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. First one from J. Crew. 
The second one is another guy who has an album in the works. Wow. I know Jake has perfect pitch and is the golden god of song and dance, but for Amir's sake, please just record yourself saying something like Jake and Amir are here or some quick quips. Y'all are good at that. I'll immortalize you in my good album forever. So we like throw out just like a clean, yo, Jake and Amir are here. This is actually part of becoming a posse. Oh, really? So if this guy takes off, we could sort of become his posse. All right. Yeah. So, so like, what do you, let's give him some clean options. Okay. Yo, Jake and Amir in the house. Amir sucks. What up? Let's do it. Woo! <laughs> Amir's Amir's awesome. Hey, we're here. We're both here. Amir's great. Jake and Amir here. Fuck yeah. Let's get it, boys. Amir sucks. Fuck yeah. Let's get it, boys. Amir sucks. Amir, yeah. Amir's good. Let's get it, boys. Fuck Amir. Let's do it. Woo! Fuck, I love having a good time with Amir. Jake and Amir in the house. Amir's the worst. Peace out. <laughs> Amir's fine, baby. <laughs> You were throwing me under the bus with a lot of those. I was just like going off the cuff. I don't even know if he'll use any of that shit. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Jake and Amir are here. Fuck yeah. Amir rules. Amir's fuck Amir. Let's do it. <laughs> that one was just fuck Amir. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Let's get one of you clean. Because if he wants to do it, he won't be able to do it without using a negative one. Say fuck yeah, Jake and Amir are here. All right. Go. <laughs> fuck yeah, Jake and Amir are here. Let's go. Amir's the man. <laughs> Not. He might cut it off right after I say Amir's the man. Say fuck yeah, Jake and Amir are here. I don't you're like you're like nitpicking this. It's like not fun for me anymore. <laughs> Hell yeah. Jake and Amir in the house. Jake in the house. What up? Jake's the man. Amir sucks. Let's get it. This one is uh, written by Young Man, I should say. So thanks, Young Man. Thanks, Jake. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to everybody who came out. Uh, for more If I Were You, you can check out our Patreon every other, ep- every other Thursday, a bonus ad-free video episode of If I Were You. Yes! And we'll be back next week. Ciao, baby. Later. Life's a choice, so do the laundry. Air out all your dirty laundries. And once it's all been said and done, don't you think it's so fun? Jake and Mia, they don't know what you should do or what the fuck is going on. But boy, do they know how to just spread what's not good. Time's my two. That was a headgum podcast.